This time on Ask the Pastor, I'm speaking to Pastor Andrew Jackson and asking why we should still read the Old Testament. Hey Andrew, uh, welcome to Ask the Pastor, thanks for joining us. Great to be here. Um, your question is about the Old Testament. Um, you know, you have all these ancient scriptures, you've got the Torah, you've got the Psalms, the Proverbs, all these writings, um, which we know that, that even Jesus looked back to and quoted from and stuff, but then you have this really clear moment where the New Testament comes into being. It's formed, it's got its own book, essentially. Um, so... I think a lot of people spend their time studying the New Testament, studying the, the letters of Paul and the Gospels, but probably not so much on the Old Testament. I mean, it's dense Hebrew poetry, some of it. It's quite structurally bizarre. Um, so what would you say to someone who asks, why should we study or even read the Old Testament? It's a great question. Um, first of all, let me just say I'm a massive fan of Ask the Pastor. I'm like one of those... <laughs> online let's watch them all and again and again binge it um big time <laughs> big time um but when it comes to the old testament i think we have to look at what does the the bible say about itself is a good starting place um you know in a time where actually um absolute truth is challenged going back to what does the word say is a, is a great starting point and so 2 timothy three sixteen, all scripture is inspired by god god breathed um 2 timothy uh, really clearly states that actually this is the Bible itself claiming to be from the, the very breath of God. And uh, two Peter picks that up later on and talks about prophecy never having its origin in human will, but actually um, it being by men spoken from God as they were carried along to Timothy, sorry, to Peter one twenty one, being carried along by the Holy Spirit. So we really get that the Bible itself claims. Uh, Old Testament and New Testament to be inspired by God and, um, and because of that claim um, and, and our, our, our faith statement being linked that actually it's, it's our, our, the scripture is useful for doctrine, it's useful mm-hmm. for, for correction, it's useful for teaching, um, so really the starting point is the Bible itself, Old Testament and New Testament claim to be inspired by God, God breathed. Mm. Um, I'd then say actually, um, importantly I think we, we simply miss out we miss out on the on the whole counsel of God. We miss out on the on the revealing God, the context of, of which Jesus speaks into, which is really really important. I don't know if you've ever been to a movie um, and you've kind of caught up halfway through, or you've gone in <laughs> halfway through, and and actually you miss important character information. You miss times, dates. You miss stuff that actually you don't you don't get if you don't see from beginning to end. And I think sometimes we kind of pick and choose, and increasingly in a, in a society that says, "Oh." I'll pick the bits that work for me, uh, and, and if it doesn't work for me, if it doesn't make me feel good, I'll, I'll reject that, I'm, I'm okay with that. And actually, the, the Old Testament and the New Testament provide us with the revelation of, of God. Um, and uh, yeah, I, th- I think specifically Deuteronomy 29, 29, that's how I remember it, Deuteronomy 29, 29 says, the sacred things belong to the Lord, but the things God reveals um, belong to us and they're to be uh, followed um, and, and I think that is that provides for me an interesting kind of truth that there are some things that we might find really difficult to answer when we start with the whole revelation of scripture from from Genesis right through 
um, to, to revelation. We, we understand that actually there are things that God reveals and David picks us up and he says, your word is a light unto my path. And I think we have so many decisions to make every single day. Um, and um, one pastor from, from Manchester explained that actually one of the, the key questions we need to we need to ask ourselves in order to follow God is what what does he what's he already said? Mm. Um, sometimes we're looking for the next word. We're looking for somebody to speak over us over here, <laughs> prophesy over us over there. Praise God for spiritual gifts. Believe there for today. But actually, we've got the 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 ultimate standard by which we which we measure the plumb line for, for truth, which is the Word of God, Old Testament and New Testament. Mm. A phrase that has come out more recently uh, and more boldly is, is follower of Jesus. Yeah. Uh, people say, you know, almost people don't want to say Christian anymore. They want to say follower of Jesus because it's just really clear about who you're following, who you're going forward. So for people who are maybe new in the faith and they're just looking around and following Jesus, I think a lot of people might argue that, well, surely the words of Jesus are enough. I mean, he quotes Old Testament. Yeah. I mean... Can't I go on just those words? Uh, he even does this whole golden rule, which he wraps the entire law of Moses into two commands, like love God and love your neighbour. Isn't that enough to go on? I mean, do we really need to look back? Even Hebrews 11 gives us quite a nice quick skim of <laughs> the Old Testament, yeah. like by faith he did this, they did that. It, it sounds like people are doing what I did before my, my English A-level. <laughs> where you look for the study notes, you look for the study guide, Wikipedia, the cheat sheet, yeah. and you try and get the, the, the big rocks. Yeah. Right, this happens, this happens, this happens. Cool, we'll go with that. And I think when we do that, we miss out mm. on the, the, the things that God has revealed to us. Um, there's things that we, this side of heaven, may not know, but actually the Bible, the Old Testament and the New Testament really do provide um, a context for the Saviour. And I think the more I read the Old Testament, the more I realise the human condition, the brokenness of that, that relationship. Yeah. Uh, the more I read the Old Testament, the more I realize that God uses and chooses people. Yeah. Um, that revelation that Jesus gives in, I think it's Luke chapter four, when he says, uh, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Um, that, that is really only understood if we understand Isaiah 61. If we really understand that actually Jesus was quoting um, the things that the, the Jewish people be very familiar with, yeah. but he's he's saying actually, this is this is now, this is this is now. And uh, my, my one of my former pastors, one of my former mentors and great friend used to say, the thing you need to understand about the Bible is that it's not just a, a book of two halves. I think sometimes I, I I've previously looked at it as a game of mm-hmm. the two halves. You've got the old, the first half, the new, the second half, and actually, the, the, the more we discussed, the more we spoke about the Bible, the more we read the Bible. He was explaining that the the new is in the old concealed, the old is in the new revealed. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and the more I understand the context in which Jesus speaks into, the more I understand that actually. There are times in the Old Testament where Jesus shows up, mm. bearing in mind that mm. he always has been and he always will be. He was there at the beginning, yeah. he'll be there at the end. The more, the more we see Jesus uh, for who he is, the more we actually understand that the Old Testament is, is crucial for understanding the context of that. And I, I don't know, I guess for, for people that challenge the, the Old Testament and say, do I really need it? Can I just go off Jesus' words? I would say it's like you've been given an important email. But it goes into your junk because you've never never heard it before, never received something from that, that sender before. 
and you you miss out on the important information, you miss out on important dates, you miss out on important times, which is all included in the Old Testament. And then you wonder why you don't have all the information you need to to go into to your meetings, your party, or wherever else. Um, and so the times where I have thought, actually, do I really need to? You know those genealogies you struggle through. Yeah. Um, you know those yeah. those moments where you're you're really asking. Um, uh, this context seems so far removed from me. Actually, that increasingly needs to act as our our motivation to understand the context with which Jesus comes. Understand that actually Jesus was a rabbi. Mm. He was he was a savior. He he is the savior. But he was also speaking into a specific time and a specific context. And I think probably over the last three or four years, I've really wanted to to grapple with some of those bigger contexts and really understand why um, why the Old Testament says what it says, what was the cultural context that was going on, what was the social, what was the historical um, background to these words. And the more I understand these words, the more I understand these stories, actually the richer my faith is for it, um, the more accurately we can give an answer and response for the faith that we, we have. I yeah, I think one of the beautiful things in, in the Old Testament then is when it you get this promise given to, to Eve, you know, about the offspring crushing the head, and then you get it from Ab- to Abraham again, and through his descendants, yeah. and then that that really boring genealogy at the beginning of Matthew. But given in that context is actually hugely Suddenly, exciting. You see those like, names, whoa, Abraham, like, whoa, Judah, yeah. whoa, David, yeah. and it's just like, yeah. oh no, this is this is something. I heard, also heard a, a pastor say something really cool, which is like, you don't, you'll never really understand what Jesus took on the cross if you haven't read Leviticus, which is just kind of go, yeah, yeah it's a nice reason to yeah. understand fully the sacrifice that was. Yeah, in the, in the reading plan, when you come up to Leviticus, you're like, it's going to be a long month, boys. <laughs> it's going to be it. a long month. <laughs> um, but, but the truth is, if we're going to understand the, the context of our Messiah, the context mm. of our Christ, then we need to understand that the, the, where he was speaking into, what he was speaking into. And, and also remembering that Jesus has always been. He was yeah. there in creation. Yeah. All things were made for him and through him. Um, and, uh, and that gives us a, a greater and richer understanding of our need. It also speaks of, when I read the Old Testament, I, I also see, not necessarily through the Lord, but I, I see myself in, in, in some of the, the stories of, of broken men mm. who realise it's only an extraordinary God doing things through me in the ordinary that mm. can, can change things. Um, and so the more I understand the Old Testament, the more I understand the, the nature and the, the way in which God chooses to reveal himself, and, and all of it points to Jesus. And yeah. we, we understand that, actually. Jesus is the central character in both the Old and the New. It's the Old Testament pointing towards the fact that we need a saviour that you and I are broken, that you and I have, have, uh, have been separated from God. Um, and uh, without the Old Testament, I think we're, we're lesser for it. Hi, and thanks for checking out the podcast. Uh, make sure you hit subscribe and you like and you share it. We've also got a load of video content on our YouTube channel. It's youtube.com forward slash rawlight or head over to our website rawlight.com for loads of other great content. Thanks so much and see you next time.